confidence because well it's great to be here tonight to worship the Lord with you and I'm thankful for the presence of God that's here and you couldn't ask for a better ceiling than we have here tonight the ceiling that God created you can look up see the handiwork of God I'm thankful we can give God praise how about you but he's got upon this platform got that Bible door God in the amen corner God forevermore I know God is God I know God will never change I know God is God Jesus is his name from the Word of God tonight just a short message that I believe that will help you and I hope that I could get you to stay with me and hear this word from the Lord praise God I want to say as we are, are preparing to read the Word of God to you that this coming Sunday will be in the church Sunday morning at 10 Sunday night at 6.30. We'll be in the church this coming Sunday night. Hallelujah. So it's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. And I hope that you can be with us. Also, Wednesday night, we'll be having a Bible study. And Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we are engaged in the spiritual warfare of prayer and fasting. If you could join us for prayer and fasting tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday. We are joining together with several others. I know the church in Wichita is praying and fasting Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I just found out that the whole state of Louisiana, the governor, has asked for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to be days of prayer and fasting. I believe in the weapons that God has given us. And I know that they work. Praise God. So without any further ado, if I could get you to listen I'm going to read from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 come unto me 
All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These words were uttered by none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. And today, for just a moment or two, I'm going to speak on this subject, Jesus Calls to You. It was August 1923. Frank and Elizabeth Brazier, with their two daughters, Liana and Nova, and their two-year-old college shepherd mixed dog, Bobby, went on vacation, leaving their home in Silverton, Oregon, and traveled to Walmart, Indiana. I looked it up, and on today's modern roads, that's a journey of 2,233 miles. Back then, it was further than that because they did not have the interstate system. Upon their arrival from Silverton, Oregon, in Walcott, Indiana, their dog, Bobby, was attacked by three other dogs, and it scared Bobby, and Bobby ran away. After an exhaustive search, the heartbroken Brazier family were unable to find Bobby and finally returned home to Oregon, expecting to never see their dog again. In February, six months later, Bobby returned to Silverton. He was mangy, dirty, scrawny. His toenails were worn down to nothing. He showed all the signs of having walked the entire distance, including swimming rivers and crossing the Continental Divide during the coldest part of the winter. During his ordeal, he crossed at least 2,551 miles of plains, desert, and mountains in the wintertime to return home. He averaged approximately 14 miles per day. He was the subject of newspaper articles, including Ripley's Believe It or Not books and a film. Bobby played himself in the 1924 silent film, The Call of the West. He received hundreds of letters from people around the world and was honored with a jewel-studded harness and collar, ribbons, and was even given keys to cities. People who had fed and sheltered Bobby on his journey wrote the family to tell them about their time with Bobby. The Humane Society of Portland, Oregon was able to use these stories to assemble a relatively precise description of the route that Bobby took. The Humane Society concluded that after returning to Walcott, when he ran away from the dogs, unable to find his owners, that Bobby initially followed their further travels into Northeast India. He struck out in several directions trying to get their scent, he eventually headed west. During their original trip, when the braziers had brought Bobby on the trip, they had stopped 
in service stations and spent the night. That dog visited every one of those service stations along the route and a number of homes and even a hobo camp. In Portland, an Irish woman took care of Bobby for a period of time when she found his legs and paws had been gashed. Bobby the Wonder Dog, as he became known, covered 2,551 miles on his return home to Silverton, Oregon. Ripley's estimated the journey may have even been as long for him as 3,000 miles. Folks, it was an incredible journey. So incredible for a two-year-old collie, Shepherd Mix, to walk up to 3,000 miles, swimming rivers, crossing the tall and forbidding western mountains against all odds to get to be with the family that he loved so much. God is the only one who could have given that dog the ability to do such an extraordinary feat. And I stand here convinced that the same God who gave that dog that strong desire and love and ability to cover 3,000 miles of impossible terrain is the same God who is calling somebody under the sound of my voice. The same God who called and allowed that dog to find his way back to his beloved family. It's the same God that I feel in the Holy Ghost reaching to somebody who can hear me today. Oh, I am convinced that that God is the one who said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I thank God today for the birth of Jesus Christ. The birth of Christ brought God to man. God veiled himself in flesh and came to reason with fallen man, saying, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Yes, I am thankful for the birth of Jesus Christ. The birth of Christ brought God to man. But listen to me carefully. It took the cross of Christ to bring man to God. The birth of Christ brought God to man. But the cross of Christ, whoa, I feel something right now. The cross of Christ brought man to God. I hear the voice of the Holy One of Israel saying, Come to Calvary. Come to Calvary. Let's reason together. No matter how far you have strayed, no matter how hopelessly lost you may feel, no matter where you are, no matter how far away you are from home, no matter what you have done or where you have been, come to Calvary with your hurts. Come to Calvary with your sorrows. Come to Calvary with your problems. Come to Calvary with your fears. Come to Calvary with your anxieties. Come to Calvary with your sicknesses and your disease. I thank 
God that we have a precious Savior who says, Come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Did you know the Bible says about this wonderful Jesus? A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flax shall he not quench. What could be weaker than a bruised reed or a smoking flax? Let a bird but land upon a reed in the marsh, and it snaps. Let but the foot of man brush against it, and it is bruised and broken. Every wind that blows across the river moves the reed to and fro. There is nothing more frail or brittle or whose existence is more in jeopardy than a bruised reed. Then look at the smoking flax. What is it? It has a spark within it that is almost smothered. But a very small child might blow it out. Nothing has a more precarious flame existence than this, this smoking flax. Yet Jesus said of the bruised reed and the smoking flax, the smoking flax I will not quench, and the bruised reed I will not break. In other words, Jesus is so gentle. Jesus is so kind. Jesus is so good. And he says, come unto me, you that labor, you that are worn out, and you're heavy laden, and you're bound under life's problems, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I feel the presence of God here. A preacher was busy in his study while his little boy looked at a book of pictures by the fireside. The preacher suddenly decided he needed a specific, certain, very large book that he had left upstairs. And so he asked his little boy to go get it for him. The little boy was gone for a little while and dad was so absorbed in his studies that at first he didn't notice the little boy had been gone so long. But after a while, that preacher daddy heard his little boy sobbing at the top of the stairs. That preacher dad left his desk and looked up the stairs and at the top of the stairs his son was sitting and crying his little eyes out. The large book he had gone to get for his daddy was lying at his feet and when he saw his dad he cried out, Oh daddy, I can't carry it. It's too heavy for me. It wasn't but a Philadelphia moment. When dad went bounding up those stairs, stooping down, he took up both the book and the boy in his strong arms and carried them back to his study. And that is what your heavenly father earnestly desires to do for you. He calls you now. He says, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I don't have a, a real long message tonight. I was sitting in my study talking to God about you, and I felt like I was supposed to tell somebody 
Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. This is the time. This is the hour. This is the moment. You can't carry the burdens of life alone. You can't carry the troubles of life alone. You're going to have to come to Jesus. And if God would give a collie, shepherd, mixed dog the ability to go up to 3,000 miles to get back to the family that he loved, you're only yards away from where I'm standing right now. And you can, if you will, come to Jesus. It's not going to be much longer now. You're there. You're almost home. You can come to Jesus and he will hear you. He will forgive you. He will wash your sins. He will bless you. He will heal your body. Hey, don't be afraid of the devil. Don't be afraid of what is going on in our world right now. Trust in God. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to help you. He knows how to deliver you. Come on. I feel the Holy Ghost. Don't just sit there right now. Lift your hand toward the Lord and say, Jesus, I'm coming closer to you. Every saint of God ought to say, Jesus, I'm coming closer to you. Anybody that doesn't know the Lord ought to say, Jesus, I'm coming closer to you. Because Jesus will let you come as close as you want to get. He will not turn anybody away. He will not turn anyone away. He will not turn you away. Doesn't matter if you've been living for God all your life or if you have never lived for God. Everybody needs a touch from God right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care what position you hold. I don't care if you're a preacher or a saint. It doesn't matter if you're involved in the church or not. Everybody needs to get a touch from God. Come unto me, all ye who are weary. Is there anybody here tonight that's weary with life's troubles? Anyone here that works a job, you got to go back to it tomorrow and you need strength. Is there anybody here that has a child that you want God to save? Is there anybody here that's got a situation in your life that you want God to touch? Is there anybody here that needs a healing? Come unto me, the Lord says, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will, not maybe, not could, I will give you rest. I'm going to tell you what I feel. I'm going to ask God that in the next couple of minutes that he would pour out the Holy Ghost upon everyone who would ask him one time. God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. I wish I had some saints of God right now that would join in with me. We didn't come here tonight, put all this equipment up just to sing four or five songs and have a sermon. God forbid. But somebody's listening at the motel right now. And somebody's listening in their car right now. And somebody's listening right now, sitting out here in the parking lot. And somebody's listening online. And in the next few moments, we're going to experience an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I would to God that everybody that loves souls would join me right now. And we're going to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Are you ready? Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask you to forgive us for every sin. Forgive us for every wrong. Forgive us for every mistake. 
Forgive us for every wrong word or wrong deed or wrong thought. We pray, oh God, we ask according to the blood that was shed at Calvary that your forgiveness would sweep over us. And now, Father, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus that the Holy Ghost would be poured out upon the people who are watching online and the people sitting in their cars and the people sitting or standing in this parking lot and the people who are listening from their motel room and the people who are listening from the tractor trailer that they're sitting in right now. By God, in the name of Jesus Christ, receive ye the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives you the utterance. Now, in the next few moments, your tongue is going to begin to feel awkward and your mouth is going to begin to stammer, stammer and God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And when he fills you, he's going to speak through you in a language you never learned in school and you never learned it at home. And I say unto you that right now God is filling you. Now open your mouth and begin to praise the Lord with your voice. And as you're praising God with your voice, you're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. As a spirit. There it is right there. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Lady, God is filling you right now with the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth. It's going to come out in other tongues. Give it your voice right now. Go ahead. That's the Holy Ghost speaking. This woman is being filled with the Holy Ghost right now. I'm pointing my finger at her and she's starting to talk in tongues. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel it so strong. Listen carefully. The Holy Ghost tells me to tell you, if you're sick in your body, if you would just get out and stand beside your car, nobody's going to come over to you. Nobody's going to lay hands upon you. But if you're sick and you need a healing, I want you to stand beside your car right now. Right now, right now, and God is going to put his healing power into your body. If you have a medical condition, stand outside of your vehicle right now. Lift up your hands. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Now, in the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ, I command that you be healed by the precious blood of Jesus, by the name of Jesus, by the power of Jesus. There's a healing going forth. There's a healing going forth. There's a healing going forth. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood that washes whiter than snow. I feel the healing power of God. Now just express your faith. Pick up your feet like this and do a 360. Just to express your faith. I command in the name of Jesus 
that while you're dancing, the healing's taking place. I command in the name of Jesus Christ that our Jesus is healing you right now by his precious blood. Don't be ashamed to give God praise. Don't be awkward. People in the world will do all kinds of vile and abominable things. But tonight, you have the opportunity to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of this gospel. I am not ashamed of this gospel. It is the power of God to everyone that believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. God is pouring out his spirit right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This gentleman here would like to receive the Holy Ghost also. Young man, lift your hands to the Lord. Forget about everybody around you. Begin to praise God with your voice and receive the gift of God. I've never met these people before, but God knew they were coming to this service tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus and all the saints of the living God are praying earnestly and crying out to God. This is no time for us to sit back and wait for it to happen. Make it happen by your praise. For out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this spake he of the Spirit with they that believed on him should receive. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. There's the Holy Ghost falling upon the young man now. Come on, you can either get involved or you can be a bystander. What do you want to be? You want to be apostolic? You want to be a bystander? You got the choice. one God apostolic tongue talking holy rolling born again heaven bound believer now let me say one more thing then I'm going to quit the Bible says you must be born of water and of the spirit or you cannot enter the kingdom of God who said that Jesus said that in John chapter 3 and verse 5 I have no power to change it, amend it, delete it, or add to it. I can only tell you what it says. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So if there's anybody here that's never been baptized in water, in the name of Jesus, follow me down to the baptismal pool and will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ on this hot, hot July day. Let the cool waters of baptism flow over you and wash you clean according to the word of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. And if there's anybody worshiping with us online, and you're not anywhere close by. If you'll get in touch with me, I'll find a way 
to get you baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah. Why not? Why not? Jesus said, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Pastor, baptism. You folks want to be baptized. Well, you're going to follow me down to the Jordan stream. I'm going to baptize you in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Aren't you glad we came out to the parking lot tonight? Two people just received the Holy Ghost. And two people are about to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. Hallelujah. I must say thank you to all the people who work so hard. There's a lot of work that goes into putting this up, taking it down, putting the PA up, putting it down. All the stuff that goes, it's a lot of work. But tonight, two people have been filled with the Holy Ghost and are about to be baptized in Jesus' name. And in heaven, you will be thankful that the Lord allowed you to be a part of this great revival. Lady, in the name of Jesus, receive what you need to receive. Back there right now, praying with Dan Rigdon. In the name of Jesus, be healed, be delivered, be filled with Holy Ghost power. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come unto Jesus. Give him your life today. Come unto Jesus. Shane, go out there. Let him show you the way. Come unto Jesus. Give him your life today come on to jesus let him show you the way come on to jesus need some help give him your life today come on to jesus let him show you the way can the praise team come and help me come on to jesus give him your life today come on to jesus let him show you the way come on to jesus Give him your life today. Come unto Jesus. Let him show you the way. I feel the Holy Ghost still right now. Come unto Jesus. Give him your life today. Jesus, 
Let him show you the way. Doesn't matter how far you've strayed, come on to Jesus. Give him your life today. Let him show you the way. Now we've got a few folks to baptize. We've got to go back over to the church building. Baptize these people in the name of Jesus. But if you'd like to give tonight, I'm going to give you a chance to drive by the front. You're going to have to move that collection box closer to the platform. Just drive by the platform from your left to your right, from my right to my left. Come by, drop your donation in if you'd like to. May the Lord bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night in the house of God or online. Come on to the